Well, we're up. Oh, a Wednesday podcast. I'm very special average minute. Very, very special average minute. Uh, this is more of a time to uh, get this in so we can do a little prelim of uh, the MGA event, the old douchebag invitational. Is it douchebag invitational? It is the douchebag invitational. Invitational. I wasn't sure if it was invitational or not. Oh, it is. It's the DBI. So, not to be confused with the DWI. So is that why we have so many uh, douchebags in the field? Is because we invited them all? <laughs> I think that's why it's called uh, the douchebag invitational. They were like, man, we really need to come up with a title <laughs> to, that really captures... <laughs> yeah, really captures um, the essence of the MGA player. <laughs> After six tournaments, we all know who you are. <laughs> and we all hope you win. <laughs> right. Uh, which that's a that's another topic that that we could get into, but um, what do we, so we're doing a preview. We got uh, the uh, we got the pairings published. You want to do some power rankings? Uh, power rankings. One thing I uh, stands out to me is you got a uh, our good buddy at SNS Pest Control uh, being in the first group with you, and uh, this guy needs a win or some serious money to be able to make it into Worlds. He's already told me he's <clears throat> just sandbagging for Born Harry. I already signed him for an 80 today. Yeah, so. you just already filled it out. That's yeah. probably a good, good plan. Uh, I think you know, we all know he's got the game. I'd love to see him sneak into Worlds. Uh, he just needs a win, and he's in kind yeah. of thing. Uh, we are playing Sun City South. Pretty short course, 6,000 so, yards. 6,000 yards. Um, the only reason we're doing that is because uh, it's there are no like back teeth. Yeah, there's not the, the 6800 we were talking about earlier. That's yeah, uh, that's, that's not, not a thing. thing. Apparently, yeah. that's not a thing. Yeah. Whip called the course, and it's uh, the blue tees are what you get. Yeah. So, being that we have to have a guy playing from a tee box back, um, you know that guy gets to play standard major yardage at 64, almost 65. And uh, we're playing 6,000. We, we could have just made him tee off the left-handed uh, John Daly driver the entire right. time. Right. That would be perfect. That, that's another good solution to that whole problem. Right. Because, you know, we have one and we don't have a lefty anymore. Or do we? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know everybody in the field. But, so, so the 6,000 yards, um, my theory is we're going to have... Three DQs. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three DQs, and a host of people coming in, uh, hitting the, hitting on the button. Yeah, uh, a lot of our uh, bigger hitters like your Dallas and whatnot that uh, are gonna would do that are not playing though. So you have, you know what, your uh, Craig No, who's more than capable, gonna hit it. How many strokes does he have? I don't even know how many he has it anymore. So my my thinking is if you're if you're trying to come out of Winning the upside down visor, um, you're going to have to shoot something very low. Assuming you have no strokes, you're probably at 82 to 84 minimum to right. get in the top five. Right. So here's my here's my dilemma. I was having this conversation uh, today with a fellow medio. Um, I am it, it, okay. It's multifaceted. Well, I am. Let's call him a net son. <laughs> I was um, I'm the only one who knows who that is. <laughs> I was I'm doing my best to get to worlds, be in the world's field and not have any strokes. Right now, I'm an 18.2 handicap. That's based on so a good showing screws you. That's based on three 
your your best three of your last eight rounds, right? Uh, which for me, I'm coming in there with an 89, an 86, and a 92. That's what's formulating my handicap. Now, the way I look at it, I'm not looking to win this tournament. I'm just looking to have a decent enough showing to where I get a check, solidify. Right now, I'm number six on the chapter money list. So if Worlds was tomorrow, I'd be in. But I'm trying to just lock that down, right? So my problem is I need like a T4 or a 5 or something like that. In order to do that, at Sun City South playing 6,000 yards, I'm going to have to shoot a freaking 85 worst case scenario. If I shoot an 85, that takes me down. I'll, I'll have like two penalty strokes. Yeah. So that that's my dilemma. So how do you – so it gets into this whole conversation of what are you supposed to do? The only answer is – you go out there and play golf just play as best happens. as best you can uh, right there is no and i made anybody who who knows me anybody that's listened to the um, the podcast any length of time the only tournament i give a shit about winning is the fu open and i swear to christ if it, if i was coming down number 18 and i needed if i needed bogey to shoot 80 on the button and i had a 2 foot par putt I would try my hardest to make that par putt, right? Uh, I've also been on the record multiple times that I think a DQ is the bad. Well, I I mean, that's the thing. I'd rather get a DQ. Sure. Right. Like, but that's what I'm saying. So on the one hand, I'm like, man, I'd really like to go into worlds with no penalty strokes. But on the other hand, I'd really like to, you know, solidify my place in worlds first. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so, looking at our money list, you're in, you're in six with a dollar eighty, and then uh, typically in over historically over the last few years with uh, worlds and whatnot, you have the certain people that have already qualified based on wins or like Born Harry, like I have, and that just takes you off the table to where what it's usually it's supposed to be like the top ten of your chapter. Right, that's the but in in our chapter it usually goes to somewhere in the twenty neighborhood. Now, the 20 neighborhood right now, you got Quillico, who's, he's in Detroit, at 75 cents. Um, you're, he, he ain't catching you, for starters. But, I mean, there's a few people that are right in there to where, I mean, good showing. You could easily, it, I, I see it hard for you to drop below 15. I honestly What do. I'm saying is, I would love to, I would love to be going to Worlds. I would love to end the season in the top five of the money list, mm-hmm. Right. He's gunning for you, Whip. Well, what does he care? Yeah, he's already in. Uh, Chapter leader. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, by the way, did he win a tournament? Does anybody know that? (laughs) If only he could call in and talk about his win. (laughs) Uh, Because he doesn't get many of them, right? I mean, in the MGA, he's got plenty, but I'm just talking about in life. Uh, (laughs) uh, Good morning, Missy. Yeah, there's his biggest bang. Uh, Bangs look great. (laughs) Eyebrows, uh, might want to do something with that middle. Uh, They're a little stringy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Man, it's really kind of it's really kind of empty here without whip. You gotta have yeah. a straight guy. Yeah, you gotta have somebody who's not funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's that's not fair. So you were saying about the top twenty? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I mean, it, that's what's going to get our, we, we got what, 25 guys, 27 guys going? Yeah, 27. I think we're 27. Uh, so we have our, uh, I really think we're going to put probably 15, 17 of those guys for sure in Worlds. Uh, just based on you know previous qualification, like Craig No, for instance, he's a born Harry grad. Mm-hmm. Weaver's a born Harry grad. Right. I'm a born Harry grad. I believe uh, Ramon is also a born Harry grad. Did he do it again? I believe he did last year. Yeah. Uh, but we had well, we no, because he played Worlds last year. Because I I played in the Worlds. So maybe in maybe I won with him. Maybe my yeah maybe my years are confused and I'm remembering him playing in that one, but. I mean, our D Rod, I believe, was a born yeah, yeah. grad. Yeah, yeah, I for mean, sure. That we our field was packed at Born. Wasn't Harry. it? Wasn't it also like Craig No? Yeah, Craig No was yeah. in, in Born Harry also. Yeah. Where, I mean, we we have six or seven guys that basically made it in Born Harry from Born Harry that's already in. So I mean that that that's where I say, I mean, our top twenty probably gonna all be in Worlds because uh, most of the Born Harry grads are also there. There's not really anybody falling way behind like even Stafford is sitting in 24th and I mean he could probably sneak in uh, with that yeah even if he managed to squeak out like a T2 or something yeah he he could because what is that well maybe not because because a win in this tournament this is a Bobo tournament so a win is only like a dollar 12 or some shit like that but I mean even that's going to put him in the teens yeah for sure and I think anyone in the team is going to go ahead and get in the Worlds. And uh, they have still spots available. Where's Whip? Oh. Uh, last post I saw was there was like a hundred, just over a hundred spots remained. And I don't know how many people have signed up. That was last week. So now, did we discuss this or not? The uh, do you think the not filling up Worlds within you know record time is the pay in full? Situation versus that's, a deposit. That's the working theory, I yeah. think, is that everybody went, oh, that's a big price tag, first yeah. of all. Second of all, i got to come up with that all right now. Well, if they bumped it up like a couple hundred bucks anyway. Nah, it's like your standard $100, $100 increase year over year. You know, you can plan on next year being $100 more than this year. Uh-huh. Well, right. that's, you know, the, the economy's flourishing, as, oh, you, yeah, can, it's as you can tell. The UAW is not going on strike in two days. Um, <laughs> my job's safe. There's nothing, no problems. Everything's yeah, fine. Things are fine. Yeah. They're they're probably going to. Uh, so fine. if you want to order that car, uh, give me a call, uh, Bob Mooney, uh, Van Business Elite. Uh, I'll review that car and it will show up eventually. It, yeah, it'll be a nice day. When it <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be a pretty sunshiny, maybe cloudy, partially rainy day. Hey, speaking of getting your order in, so I'm sitting across the table from you, and you're wearing the brand spanking new sexy Ocho shirt. Uh, and, yeah. And I must say, I, I, I'm going to go full retraction here. I really don't want to buy a waterbed from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, nice. I'm looking at it. It's got some uh, got some yeah, uh, plenty uh, of I colors. Just... It's, it's I'm having a hard time hearing you <laughs> over the shirt. It is it. It's right up my alley. I used to uh, uh, always uh, buy swim trunks when I swam with the kids at the old house with the pool, and I always bought the loudest swim trunks possible. The are these the ugliest things ever? And I can assure you <laughs> that my kids are going to go have him make you a pair of shorts. <laughs> Ooh, does that shirt <laughs> yeah, come in yeah. swim trunks? Yeah, because we're so. Oh, oh, oh! I yeah. Uh, Mrs. Average birthday celebration. Yep. Uh, sexy Ocho, we need you to work on some uh, swim trunks. Yeah, uh, stat. Uh, no, but it's. I was just going to say, you know, to anybody out there in podcast land, uh, what you want to do is hit up sexyocho.com. That's S X Y 
OCHO.com for all your, uh, you know, sexy golf shirts. And um, this this happens. So are we even allowed to broadcast? Because it's not really a thing. Uh, I think we just, uh, you know, just use your imagination. Well, I was going to say the type of shirt. Oh, this is a, oh my cabana wear? Yeah, Does he want to get into cabana wear? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. We're, we're talking golf courses. We're talking uh, cruise ship, Del Boca Vista. You're, <laughs> you're going to be in the shuffleboard court. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying my uh, cabana wear. Uh, this idea came from I uh, designed a Roger Klein shirt. Spoiler alert. Uh, surprise, by the way, for yeah, those of you who don't know. You're kidding. And uh, we found out that he can do button-ups, which is cabana wear. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I believe... A beer or two deep in Havasu. You're kidding. When I texted him going, hey, can you do cabana wear on that? And uh, he said, well, hell yeah. And so I went ahead and went cabana wear. Now with uh, Sexy Ocho, you want to get your orders in when he places orders. Right. And so tis the season because he did this shirt, which is his new and improved uh, shirt. Uh, and... Coming up, he's going to be doing the chapter shirts. Yeah, he's got that order coming in soon, or not coming in, but he but hasn't he's going he, out. Yeah, he, he's about to submit it. So if you if there's any shirt you missed, any sort of like I just restocked all my uh, you know shirts that uh, I missed out in the if past. You've, if you've uh, grown out of last year's uh, sexy Ocho shirt, hypothetically, um, uh, some people may have lost weight last year and found it <laughs> this year, uh, so they're making adjustments. <laughs> um, so I, that that is a really cool feature that he offers is, um, you know, anytime there's an order placed, you can go back through the catalog and say, ooh, I really like that yellow knife uh, shirt. Uh, don't be putting people on my yellow knife shirts. That's, uh, or if you're, into, that's my thing. if you're into the Cincinnati chapter, oh, yeah, I Cincinnati. feel like uh, yeah, that's, that's a sexy uh, Ocho believe, special right there. I believe there. Tampa Bay. Or no. Tampa, I think, Tampa, went... Tampa with, didn't do it this year. They went, they went directly to the People's Republic of... Uh, oh. You know, whatever. They're all, hey, we're communists. We can do it. Yeah, well, you know, why why have a middleman if you can go right... Anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... You don't get mooks that way. Uh, sexy Ocho. Well, you don't get cool shirts like this. I mean, you got oh, no. some super customized sugar skulls here. Um, you, got, you got a guy wearing a bucket hat. You got yeah. a guy wearing a fucking Jack Daniels cowboy hat. Um, you got a... a a bearded skull with red, uh, with red teeth which with, makes with sense. red teeth which is sweet you got a uh, you got a dog with um, you know kind of inebriated looking eyes <laughs> which checks out <laughs> kind of seems like an attack just saying. <laughs> it's pretty sweet though but no that's the that's the kind of service that, that we get from sexy ochos we get some cool designs and um, uh, I do like the new material though it is. It's an improvement. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to uh, test it out in Mexico for breathability. Yeah. And, well, it's, and, and not in the summer. It's supposed to be like 105 on Saturday oh. for the round. So, so bring yeah. out your new sexy Ocho attire as we'll soon as you get it in time. Although I don't recommend wearing it for the douchebag because it's not really a douchebag shirt. But yeah. All right. That's enough of a commercial. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sexyocho.com. Uh, get all your. Uh, you see, know. David, what a commercial is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all are <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I see like you know you got your Rick North guts here and you know he's in 12th sitting there he's in the field 
Uh, he's got a good, strong game. I mean, I don't want to go through everybody. Uh, sorry if I missed your name, but I'm just kind of looking at people that can definitely move their situation up and get into worlds and, you know, people who I know aren't going to be intimidated by the world's field until, like me, they see the other members of other chapters playing by their own rules and then it becomes a problem. So there's that. Yeah, that's always the uh, the wild card is, you know, you gotta you got to beat people that aren't necessarily playing by the same set of rules, which can be challenging. So... Uh, but other than that, we, we've been uh, screwing around going to Havasu and not playing golf. I took a hiatus up until last Saturday. I played in the old Southwest Valley uh, tournament at Victory. How'd the, uh, how'd the shoulder hold up? Um, more painful on Monday than I thought it would be, but Sunday out at the lake I was fine, so it, it was probably driving back from Havasu is what did it. That, that four-car pileup was probably an issue. Um, uh, shoulder's fine. There was no car pile. There's no, there no pile up. Don't give me that look. Uh, uh, I played with uh, Matt and, uh, or I'm sorry, Mike. What is his name? I don't know. Uh, Candy Meehan and her husband. Mr. and Mrs. Meehan. And then uh, there was a, another young lady, or I guess my age, so yeah, she's young. Uh, that was from a, it was a, the Southwest Valley merge or like has a dual event. That's what it's called. And the, the other lady was from that league. She asked me four times if I was in the league she was in, and I still know. <laughs> uh, but when and this is more of a public service announcement. If you're out there, you know, you get offended by this. You're, you're doing it wrong. We're just talking. Uh, so that's kind of what the this podcast is about. Uh, yeah. No. No regrets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not going to apologize to you. So don't. You know. There's that. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're playing along, and uh, we started on 18A. They put a threesome of good players, you know, five handicaps or less type of thing behind us on B, which, you know, math doesn't work out very well. They shouldn't have been put behind us. I don't really hold fast to that. They should have played fast enough to pass us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never did. Uh, and then on I don't know, we played Victory at Verado, which I will say uh, from our uh, – uh, recap when we played Falcon Dunes with uh, Hefe, our uh, instructor. Man, the greens in the West Valley got punched and they never recovered. Yeah, all I mean, there's some bumpy ass it's, greens. It's bumpy as hell. It's bad. Um, that was my only issue with victory was that. But I mean, every place I've gone, with the exception, believe it or not, of Sun City courses, right? Harking back to Sun City South, those greens. I mean. They got weeds, but whatever. I'll take a weed smash down and flat than all that bumpiness. Uh, so anyway, we're playing along, and anybody who's ever played Victory and Verado, uh, 13 is a blind spot. You all know it. You, everybody hits it over that hill. Nobody can see you from the tee box, so I know it. That's my trepidation course. I'm concerned about that hole 100%, so I make sure I'm parked on the knoll. To, nobody hits into us. So we go ahead and do that. The next hole is a very short par, uh, four, that's drivable. Uh, we're all sitting on the green, the four of us, which, I mean, we're playing slow. I'm not, not going to argue the playing slow or not. And the group behind us decides they're going to hurry us up, and they drive into us. The guy missed the green, and it rolled off the side. Just going to let that just kind of go. You know, whatever. I, we get it. We're playing a little slow. Um, again, we have two women in the group. Again, not hating on women. Women just tend to, it's a day in the park for them. They're, they're the Craig Nose of the MGA. Of, <sighs> Ooh, we're, oh, shots fired. Uh, but it's just a uh, sense of urgency of getting to your ball and going, which 
By the way, Craig, uh, when you uh, hold back, it's just as fast as when you go in front of me. So whatever, just do whatever. Um, and so we get to the next hole, which is a par five. And again, we're, both the girls are 25 plus handicaps. It's uh, the encouraging your wife to play golf with you. Sure. I mean, which is what a lot of guys strive for is to have that playing partner built in at home. Mm -hmm. So that way, 100%, very, very common. 100% it's the, you want to go golf on Saturday? Because I really want to golf on Saturday. And if I leave you at home, you'll hate me. It's that sort of scenario. And I'm all on board with it. Uh, so on the next hole, we're on the green again. They're hitting their second shot into the par five. And they landed pretty close to the green. I mean, the guy probably got more of it than he thought he did. Whatever, it happens. Going to let that one go. Next hole is par three. We are walking off the green. We're halfway to the carts, and the ball lands at Matt and I's feet. Hmm. Or my, Mr. Meehan. Uh, lands at our feet. Mr. Meehan is having an issue with uh, that being, you know, it's just not at, I mean, you've already hit into us multiple times. Right. <clears throat> now you're intentionally hitting into us. Now, I still was in that you hit the ball because you thought you were going to hit the green, not hit near our carts. Benefit of the doubt still. We get to the next hole, which is that uh, uh, par four that has the, the big, huge water feature that has no water in it. Right. On 17. Uh, everybody hits it in the hole, just is what it is. Uh, Mr. Meehan and myself, uh, for some reason, didn't. And so we're trying to speed the girls up by you know, playing a little quicker, saying, no, follow us, follow us. And so they're both in the hole, long story short, after several shots. And as we're you know, kind of watching them from off the green, they tee off. The guys behind us tee off. Hit it right in the hole. In where right. the, within feet, it's of it's a big valley for, with, for within the, feet of Candy Meehan. Yeah, within feet, and that was like, all right, man, you you guys, you, you burnt that bridge now. Now now you're in, and this is what I said, maybe overreaction, whatever, but I truly believe it. It's criminal at this point. You're trying to hit us. You, I mean, you ever been hit with a golf ball? I've I've never have, but I've seen people who have. Yeah, and it. I don't want to get hit by a golf ball. And so as we're, Matt and I are both arms raised wide up, screaming and yelling, one of the other guys hits a ball and it carries Candy Meehan sitting in the hole and they drive out. And I'm, I'm doing my best effort to not go uh, full, uh, listen to the last podcast, uh, Shogun, trying to right. not, not be that guy, already been that guy, try not to be. Uh, and so we go go to the side and add up our scores and I'm, you know, deep breaths, the whole nine yards. And then one of the guys, as he drives past us goes, yeah, thanks for making us wait 20 minutes for every fucking shot. Hmm. Um, I wish our cart was faster because we couldn't catch him. And, uh, Mr. Meehan will attest. I was trying to, uh, when we got to the actual, uh, cart barn, if you will, to put the clubs away, I called him out on it because now you have me at, Dude, right? You just basically admitted you intentionally right. hit a ball at us. You, the, he, he poked the moon lion. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't poke <laughs> the moon lion. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so the guy's answer to my dude, what the hell are you hitting into us? He's all, why don't you play faster? I don't care. And this goes for MGA. It goes for Southwest Valley. It goes for fucking AZ Desert. Any league I play in, 
Slow play does not warrant a golf ball to the head. It just doesn't. Figure out a way to pass them. Figure out a way to, you know, speed them up. Anything. Hitting a golf ball into somebody's head is dangerous. So what's <clears throat> reverse roles? Uh, you're, you're having, I mean, I, I see I'm one of those people, and, and I'm not advocating. I'm just, we're talking both sides just for the sake of having both sides. I am absolutely I hate slow play, right? One of my one of my things is I absolutely can't stand sitting on a tee box, sitting in the fairway, wherever you're sitting there waiting, just wait, sitting around waiting, right? Especially when you can see the people in front of you, because you you might not know any better. Um, by all appearances, they're up there dicking around, doing whatever. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right? And that's and, so, and that's what it came across as. I'm not arguing. Yeah, I'm just saying the we appearances. Well. Yeah. It, it could you know. How do you, what do you drive, do you drive up and, um, and say, hey, do you guys mind if we play through? It, what, I mean, that is actually truly the, how I've handled that in the past is I would have hold out first with whoever my partner is. And I mean, it was a threesome behind us. So whatever the single is. And again, this is all just ideas. They don't know this. This is just me, you know, having problems since Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, but as a, if I was the single... <clears throat> I would have drove up and said, hey, you guys want to just hold off, teeing off. I mean, the group behind them, we never saw. So we don't know how far ahead they were or, or behind or whatever. We just knew they were riding our ass. But they never came to the tee box while we were hitting. Because mm-hmm. I'll let anybody play through. I don't I don't have that, you know, ego thing of, oh, we're going slow. Now, I how, knew we were playing slow. How, how far, like, was the group in front of you? Had they got uh, we were, were they... We were about a hole and a half behind, okay. for sure. So yeah, they we, had, we were playing slow. They, they had, had they had plenty of room to the, play through. Their gripe is legitimate see, for sure. See, part of the problem is you get especially like in the MGA tournaments, right? When you get like several groups that are playing slow, and you're in the middle somewhere, and there's nowhere to go. Yeah, like you could you could play through all you want. The group in front of you, you're going to be in the same exact and, situation. And there was legitimately no one in front of us to where they should have or we should have. I mean, I'll I'll take a little you know fall on the sword there. We should have just, like, on that little second to last hole that they hit into us, we should have just stayed on the tee box and said, you guys just go ahead and hit and go. Right. And just be done. It would have uh, been. And that would have been problem solved. And no, probably more efficient. No potentially fisticuffs or any of that sort of shit. Hmm. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the etiquette uh, It's a, on, it's on a tough sides. thing. And, and I'm bringing this up not just to just harp on the Southwest Valley group that it what, that happened in. It's more of the... We have slow play problems in the MGA. Everybody has There's issues. There's slow play problems in AC Desert. There's slow play problems pretty much every tournament you play in. I think it's an epidemic, yeah. you know, yeah. it, just in the game. Uh, it's probably general. worse than COVID, really. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, definitely more real, right? <laughs> like, like I, I've been affected more why, by why slow are, play. <laughs> why aren't we developing a shot for that? Jeez. Uh, uh, well, uh, it, it's... it's Certainly a problem. Um, and I don't know. See, the greatest minds in the game have been trying to solve this for years and years. I mean, they keep, they come out with new rules like, oh, you don't have to pull the flag stick anymore. Like, that's going to be speed yeah. things up. Um, There's 10 seconds. The, the stroke and distance thing, like, oh, now you can just go to where, you know, you don't have to go back to the tee box. You can, you know, things like this. And, I don't know that it's oh and now now you're allowed to use laser rangefinders in tournament yeah. play you know so 
And that should really speed up the game, but, but at the same time, it's going to jip the caddies who did all their research to where, oh, now just laser it. Part of, part of the problem is, and, and um, it, it really is a problem in Arizona, because seven months out of the year, at least six months out of the year, probably seven months out of the year, you're not walking, right? You're not walking in Arizona. I honestly believe walking, depending on the course, there's lots of courses here that you wouldn't want to walk. I mean, there's a quarter mile in between holes, you know. Yeah. Um, but when you're in a cart with somebody and you're both on opposite ends of the hole, you know, like you go left, he goes right, and now you're driving over to his ball, try to find his ball. Now you got to go back and you got to try to find your ball instead of, Walking to your respective balls, and then you're ready to play. Okay, who you determine who you're going? Okay, but by the time he hits the shot, I'm ready to play. And now I'm hitting my shot, and we're both walking. And you know, it's it's much more efficient to play that way than to than to be in a cart with somebody and have to worry about. Okay, let's go to your ball. Oh wait, no, now I need you to bring the cart over to my ball because I may have walked over to it with a club, but now I don't have the right club because the yardage is, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, there's there's so many things that you can do. The 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 getting to the tee box ready, right? I'm, I was, okay, a lot of holes. Uh, I can ready ass- on the tee box is what I've really noticed in all the tournament plays I've done. Uh, the guy who, you know, got the birdie on the hole before, he's over there, you know, doing whatever the hell he's doing, figuring out which glove he wants to Oh, he's taking an Instagram photo. And Instagram photo yeah. himself. Uh, you know, let me go ahead and pay, break out my filters and make sure I look good on this. It's like, dude, hit your damn ball. Do all that shit while the other three of us are hitting. Nobody cares that, oh, I just got a birdie. It's like, hit your ball. Right. Now tell everybody you just got a birdie. It's, there's so many things like uh, with uh, Mr. Meehan and myself, we rode together. We're very big on oh, we're, there's a hundred yard gap between us, so I'm gonna park in the middle, and we all we both walk to either yeah. each other's ball, uh, and it's just that sort of simple thing to where like the. I also think another thing we messed up on is we should have Mister Meehan drive Candy, and I should have driven the other girl, and that would have helped officiate you know efficient and it's it's play i mean i play what 50 times per year if at least type of thing and she probably plays five Mm -hmm. so she's out there for her day having a good old time and i'm spending the day which is like let's spend four hours because i gotta go drink in the clubhouse it's completely different when you're just out there on a saturday but when it's a tournament when it's competitive round like people's to, to drastically affect pace of play during a tournament is egregious, let's say. I mean, it can... And, and it's not like I'm some good player that, oh, now you just cost me stroke. You know, it, it's nothing like that. You have to be in control of your own mind and your own emotions. But if you have a certain way that you're used to playing, and now all of a sudden you don't have control over your own pace of play, it, it can it can really, really get to you. You know, the same way, the same way, you know, I'm not, I do, I like playing as fast as I can, right? But I'm not the fastest player. I'm not a slow player, but I'm not the fastest player. Well, let's check out your slug (laughs) and see where you're at. Uh, I currently am a one, which is the lowest you can be. Oh, you're a 1.68, huh? So. So you're, you're there. I'm, 
I'm a faster player, yeah. but I'm not the fastest. But and if I have somebody rushing me, uh, that's Jessica the, appreciates that I'm the fastest. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> well, so you know, it's over yeah, like that. Yeah. Wow, he's done already. That's cool. I can go to sleep. It, it it works both ways. I don't I don't like to be rushed, and I don't like standing. Around. You know, there just has to be a smooth flow to it. And there's things that you can do to encourage the people that you're with to you know move it along, right? Um, it's it's hard though. It's hard to tell somebody give up looking don't even bother looking for that shot what's it going to matter on your round anyway yeah. just take a drop you know well, that's where a lot of that's where people associate uh I'm not a great golfer with I'm a slow player because it takes what what you're allowed 3 minutes to look for your ball yeah. that's 3 minutes that's you could have hit your shot and been halfway to the green mm-hmm. if you're walking right if you're driving you could have hit your shot and been putting already you know, and getting back to your walking comment, uh, I do think that walking when you hit your ball, you really pay attention to it. You know that you're the only one basically mm-hmm. that's going to find your ball because the other three players are going to their ball because they just did exactly that. And there's not that crutch of oh, my cartmate knows where it is. Right. And I mean, I, I run into that a lot where I have bionic glasses so I can see the world, uh, and I typically find everybody's ball. Uh, and it, it just watch it, watch it all the way. When I can't find my ball, which has happened for all you out in podcast land, are going, "Hey, fuck him! I had to find his ball for him." Yeah, I know. And it's usually because, oh, that's right down the pipe. I'm good. And then I pick up my tee and you know talk shit, and they go, "Oh, that just bounced into the weeds." I'm like, what? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. happens because that's who I am, and I'm not D Rod. My, my <laughs> ball doesn't go into the weeds, bounce in the fairway. Goes to the fairway, bounces yeah. to the weeds. Yeah, he's already teeing up a provisional, <laughs> and it kicks off the yeah, wall yeah. and goes back into the middle of the fairway. Oh, okay. He's only hit a house three streets <laughs> over, and now I'm in the middle of the fairway, ten yards out from a uh, on a par five. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that was the uh, whoever played Riverview. My introduction, basically, with uh, D Rod. One of the first times I played with him was that par five. I think it's sixteen or seventeen. That dog legs, and if you hit it dead straight, you're going to the lake. And he hit it into the houses. He's in the houses. There's no chance. Mm-hmm. Ricochets off the house. Hits the car path. Hits the car path. Hits the car path. Hits the car path. And he's 80 yards out on a par five. And you're going, you were in the houses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you ever play with D-Rod, uh, I know CJ's paired with him this weekend. Uh, CJ knows. But uh, yeah, CJ, enjoy that when... Uh, D-Rod hits one, you know, 45 yards uh, way out of bounds. It lands on somebody, hood of somebody's car and ricochets back and, you know, just is lands on a tee in front of it right. on that par five. Because it, it'll happen. <laughs> you know what, though? Nobody deserves it more than D-Rod. Oh, we love the D-Rod. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to call, or we, not we call, went, but we already uh, did you want sexy to sexyochoapparel.com. <laughs> uh, Again, he's about ready to put in a secondary order uh Coming up for our chapter shirt. Should mention that if you do not have last year's chapter, if you're going to World the cactus one, and you, don't, you don't have, have or you don't have one that fits, or if it's got a big stain on Why it, you say it like whatever. that. You would say it like that. No, no, no. Because I, yeah. listen, I'm also someone that struggles with uh, you know maintaining uh, uh, rotundness, yeah. if you will. Well, yeah. 
just kind of the same <laughs> size and shape. I'm bringing both of them. I'll just wear which one I need. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, if you are going to Worlds and you do not have last year's chapter shirt, can't find it, whatever the reason is, now is the time to order it. You know, I can't tell you how how bad you're going to stick out like a sore thumb uh, when you're that one guy in the group photo that doesn't have the shirt because what because reasons what, whatever reasons. Uh, one of my favorite things the first year I went was 2019, and it was very cool. Born Harry, we you know again we filled the field like we usually do, and we took pictures of the group and everybody's all decked out in the same uniform and you know it's it's a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really. You know, for whatever, I don't know what he's charging for him now, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever, whatever that is. I mean, it's a golf shirt for 40 bucks. You're going to yeah. wear it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, kind of change our principles when it comes to the shirts to where we're trying to get shirts that you'll wear in multiple tournaments, not just yeah, one off. We, well, we, that's why it's a chapter shirt and it's yeah. not, it doesn't say the year on it. It yeah. doesn't say worlds. It doesn't have some crazy logo. It's a, it's a. Decent shirt. I've seen people wear them not to the golf tournaments. You yeah. see, I see people posting pictures on social media. They're on vacation wearing. Uh, I wait, hold on. They're on vacation. Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> wearing. <laughs> Could you speak, Jessica? The, please. The chapter shirt. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's like, wait. Did you just order bacon with my eggs? <laughs> ham. <laughs> ham. It's always ham. Ham. <laughs> so. Yeah, get your orders in, uh, Sexy Ocho Apparel. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word from our other sponsors. Uh, and by the way, he does have cabana wear that he can produce out of any shirt. Right. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Can we get the Tony the Tiger uh, cabana wear? Ooh. I'm, ooh. Uh, you know They're what? They're clothes. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> turns out I, I, I'm restocking my uh, cruise wear, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I already have uh, him lined up for the uh, new chapter shirt. Can we get the sweet barbed wire cabana wear? Uh, you know what? I'm. Yeah. Can we get yellow knife cabana wear? <laughs> oh, yellow. Can't, wait. All right. That's, 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 uh, all right. Now, now you're speaking my language. Why is that Canadian? Are you from Canada? What? <laughs> I already messed everybody up last year at Worlds when I showed up in my Yellowknife and started doing my full uh, Strange Brew impersonation. And they're like, you're from actual Yellowknife? Like, yes, bro. Hey. How's it going, hosers? Yeah. Sounds just like Yeah, them. just like them. Yeah, They sound exactly like that. How you doing, Moose? Right. Was that, now, was that the one that has like a fox and a ptarmigan? Uh, a... Yeah, whatever. Right. I have several of them. Uh, see, David, a ptarmigan is a is a... Bird that lives up in the you know kind of Arctic type regions. That uh, it's like a snow chicken. Didn't he make the shirt so he should know that? I don't. I actually I don't even think it's a ptarmigan. I think it's some other bird. But the P is silent. Could be a pterodactyl. I heard they're still there. That's possible. Yeah. There's all kind of crazy. I mean, uh, I ain't going to their checks. So creatures up there. Probably fine. So they got like duck billed elk, all kind of weird shit. <laughs> uh, for those of you who didn't mental picture the duck build a nice <laughs> nice big feathery elk <laughs> alright it's a caribou yeah, I don't know the difference care, yeah. whatever uh, turns out they're the same thing so where are we with um, random tattoos 
Random tattoos. Like, what do you mean by random I tattoos? I don't know. This is a kind of a random thought. Right. Totally off top. And now for something completely different. All right. Well, um, nobody knows that I have two tattoos. Uh, nobody they, knows that. Everybody who's gone to Havasu knows, but otherwise, or Whip's house, I guess. Uh, I have the leprechaun from Notre Dame, more because he's a leprechaun, less because he's Notre Dame. And then I have the hyperlite symbol, which I constantly think I need to replace with something cool, which would be random. But I don't know what the hell it would be. Hmm. I thought you had a plan. I kind of do have a plan, but then I keep, it's it keeps changing. Hmm. Well, then you're now not... I'm, I was Moon Dog. Now I'm Moon Lion. I, I, Ooh. I don't even well, know who I am. I don't even know who I am anymore. You start with a big moon, <laughs> and then you could. Yeah. It would probably be easier to cover now, a dog a, with a lion. Are you talking about a girl bent over moon? Oh wait. That's, well, that that's works too. Probably too much. That's kind of like um, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait has a. Uh, <laughs> He's got a high hat on his ass cheek that has like slanty eyes and a, and one of them rice patty hats. Okay. Ooh, we saw one of those in Havasu. And you might ask yourself, why? What? What's the meaning of this? Yeah. And it's a Chinese symbol. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is what? Yeah. He's got a Chinese yeah. symbol on his ass cheek. So that that's pretty cool. It's a long way to go for that joke, but I'll take it. Well, I mean, he, no, I mean for yeah, him, for him. I, yeah, I mean, no. we saw him live. Uh, you, uh, did, you did the joke great. The uh, fact he actually has it tattooed on his ass was a little bit far. Well, it was on. I saw it on that. Remember when they used to have them TV shows about the? Um, I don't know that one bitch with the way too much makeup that fucking. You're so narrow. Had her own had her own tattoo parlor whatever in California oh the whatever yeah, the yeah tattoo yeah. contest yeah, bullshit no she, it uh, was ink, like ink something nah it wasn't the competition one it was like about her and her fucking she dated like Jesse James that's for the a minute that's who broke up Jesse James and Sandra Bullock I right? think so yeah. yeah I don't you know what I don't really follow yeah. it but I, uh, well, back in the day that's pretty much the best gossip I got so he was he went on that show that's the only reason I know that. it's not like I've actually seen his yeah. ass so, so as a claim to fame, uh, name three people I have not seen their ass cheeks. Uh, Bobcat, yeah. uh, he's one. Uh, he has seen most of the wags, so that's true. Uh, good morning, Missy. <laughs> so the, the the only Pokemon he hasn't gotten. <laughs> Got to catch them all. Um, no, I was thinking because Kelly was talking about getting more ink done. Okay, and um, I thought it'd be cool. If we all got moon lion on our backs. Well, she was gonna oh. get she was gonna get a seashell tattooed on her inner thigh. I was thinking to myself, if I put my ear up to it, I could probably smell the ocean. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. I was I was doing the why would you want a clam next to your clam? But yeah, okay. Well, no, it's a seashell, not a clam <laughs> oh, shell. Sorry, oh, just you know Completely your standard different. issue okay. seashell. But uh, yeah. on the other one. She's got the yardstick that says prove it. So, kind of be matching. I have yet to, uh, you know, measure up, so to speak. Hold on. If you listen carefully, you can hear the crickets. Yeah. And then the tumbleweeds are tumbling. uh, uh, We've uh, blown our wad, so to speak. Uh, Let's put a seashell there, if you will. so this is supposed to just be a little forty-five minute. Uh, yeah, it you was know, just a entertainer recap. Uh, who do who do you got? You asked me. Who do you? So got for, everybody's uh, a producer, and you know the last episode we almost had close to zero golf talk. So this was just a hey, let's get some golf talk out of the way. 
Um, I feel like we're going to do another episode this weekend after the tournament. I think we got something scheduled. That is the plan, yes. Um, to, while it's fresh, we're going to burn down anybody that's playing slow yeah. on Saturday. So plan, you know what? Plan on that. Keep up pace of play. Otherwise, you're going down in flames on the podcast for both of the listeners to hear. Uh, which, just a quick uh, finish this off with a bow tie. Uh, so Craig No has five penalty strokes now because he's been doing well. Uh, Bruce has three. Aaron Webb has zero. We're talking top three people. You got Klein Hands who has five, who's fourth. Uh, then you got Whip who's uh, rocking a smooth five. And then sixth place is you with no penalty strokes. No strokes. How did how uh, <clears throat> Conklin? Uh, he picked up one penalty stroke from his effort in Prescott. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, that's your top seven. Let's check out Larry Webb's got three. So, I mean, who, who do you think out of our top ten has got a chance of winning? And if you say me, I'll punch you. <laughs> Kiss of death me three um, times in a row now. <laughs> see, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to say me because I don't want to win. Because that's one way. Win, that's one way that I can assure myself yeah. not winning. You, you don't want to win. You are a douchebag. Is saying uh, I really, out. I really have a good shot at winning. Um, so now that I've said that, I'm guaranteed not to win. Uh, my only like I would put myself in the mix, but uh, I've already played a Sun City courses enough to where I know there's a lie short of the green that's going to make me chip it 14 times, and so I'm out. I'll I'll lose it based on that. Because that's where... Are you going to reverse chinks on your short game right uh, now? My, yeah, I'm trying to fix my short game by fucking... <laughs> by saying how bad by, it by, is? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> if I talk about how I yeah. can't chip, uh, maybe I'll be chipping lights out. Well, so far the last uh, couple rounds I've played, two rounds, uh, Riverview and Verado, I've had two holes in which I chipped it three times to get on and shot 91 both times. Hmm. So I'm doing great. So... Uh, He's not in the top 10, but um, here's a hot take. Sisman. All right, let's check out. He's, um, uh, don't you mean Annette's son? Or Yeah, uh, what, what did I say? He's a cis man. Cis. He's a cis, that's for sure. That, um, that guy. So uh, he's sporting a 28 in with 46 centavos. But he's also a 21 handicap. He has the game with no strokes. So to, in Prescott, throw out an 82, 83. In, in Prescott, he told me his goal was to break 95, and he went out there and shot a 94. This past weekend, he was playing at the wigwam, and he said that he wanted to uh, break 90 was his goal. He said he shot out, went out there and shot an 85. Uh, which which course? Blue course. Blue. Okay. Blue's doable. Uh, that on the red course would be super impressive. It's still, I'm an 88, 89 on the blue course, best case scenario. So I, I'm still giving you props. I'm just saying that's the course you can score. His goal, his goal for the uh, douchebag is to win the douchebag. He wants to break 85. If he throws down an 85, he's, he's in the mix <clears throat> for sure. Uh, and I will say your Sun City South is going to be very similar as far as distance and uh, layout is your blue course. Your blue course has much better green situation as far as chipping on and 
I mean, it just all depends on how confident you are with chipping. But if you're hitting every green, it doesn't make a difference. You're, you're shooting something low. Hmm. But I, I say good luck to him because uh, I don't think he's in Worlds, is he? Well, he's not going. Well, then fuck him. He can't win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, DQ. Why yeah, DQ. You? If you're going to yeah. play so shoot, good, just shoot, shoot a 79 70. then, yeah. faggot. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to say faggot on the podcast. Uh, it, it loses our sponsors. So Actually, we just we just got a, a message from Sexy Ocho Apparel. Um, they're kicking in uh, bonus oh, advertisements. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we did harp on Sexy Ocho a little too long. I should get free shirt at least. Just saying. Hmm. He don't listen. <laughs> uh, that's not true, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. I got my I got my shirt delivery today, and I got the whole. How come you're always saying, David? Uh, this is what this means. And I'm like, well, yeah, exactly for out. exactly for this reason. Because <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Uh, did you know what it meant before we said this is what it means? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that if you have to explain why we say David, this is what this means. Like that's, yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why. <laughs> that's what that means. That's the name of the episode. So, David, David what a podcast it. is. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'm. Uh, yeah, that, we, we we threw down what we want to do. A little preview. Um, so what did we learn? Y'all are welcome. What did we learn tonight? Uh, We're going to have a bunch of douchebags. There's a bunch of douchebags. Don't hit into us just because you're slow. Uh, figure it out. Uh, cheating is bad. Cheating is bad. Marriage one is bad. Uh, yeah. Just, if you want to hit into people, uh, register. For, oh, you can't register for the douchebag, but you can play <laughs> next year's douchebag. <laughs> Don't be a douche. Um... Yeah, well, on behalf of, uh, you know, Whip, who's not here, and uh, Moon Lion, uh, I'm average. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday at the Douchebag Invitational. Uh, Saturday's the plan. And uh, we'll see you in the rough.